Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On Reviews podcast, where if you want, we review it. I'm your host, DC, and today I'm joined by Moss. How's it going, everyone? And the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews on things like movie news, TV news, and even some comic stuff. This is the 35th episode of the podcast. So, in thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, we have five trails to go over. Um, and then we have a couple of new stuff that we're going to go over as well. So, the first trail up is the Barbershop 3. So, there's a new trailer for Barbershop. And... Um, it looks it looks good. Um, I can say it definitely looks like a, a a sequel to the other movies. Plus, it it brings on updated jokes and it has a whole lot of folks in there. It brings back folks from the first two movies and then add on other people like Nicki Minaj and um, a few other folks. So, Moss, what is your thoughts on this trailer so far? <laughs> Oh, I just that things will revert to typical comedy we've seen on the years. But uh, I think this resurgence, combined with the fact that it's about re- reclaiming the Chicago streets and the neighborhood and community and building back up, I think it's a great message tied in with the good, feel-good vibes. So I'm really happy with this. I give it a thumbs up. All right, cool. Um, I give it a thumbs up as well, um, just because it brought a lot of funniness to it. Plus, it it made you think of the first two original movies, and uh, that's what you need to do. Um, the other two movies were pretty good. This one included the the hair salon that was right next door, and now to combine all together, so you have that dynamic going on, and it, it should be a pretty cool movie. Plus, such an entertainer doesn't piss me off as much as he did as the last one, so he looks like he's, he's going to be funny in this one. It really does. Because I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, the second one I was like, eh, his joke's kind of dry, and then this one I'm like, alright. Yeah, he can be very overbearing. Yeah, so I'm like, alright, this one looks kind of funny, and then this folks that don't annoy me as much, I thought Nicki Minaj is okay. I want to see how much um, lines she will have in this movie, and exactly what does she do. So hopefully she's funny and uh, doesn't talk as much and to give other folks time to shine. But yeah, I didn't mind this one. So I give the thumbs up as well. So um, right. next trailer we have here is the most anticipated trailer so far on this list, which is the um, Captain America Civil War. So for this one, I'll actually go first. Um, when I saw this, I actually saw this not on Jimmy Kimmel Live, but I saw it the morning afterwards. And... Folks were texting me like, oh, did you see this trailer? I'm like, yes. Yes, I did see the trailer. I was like, I didn't post it yet. I was like, I posted on my website. Definitely made sure I did that. But for me, I gave it a thumbs up. It brought a lot of a lot of the comic books um, scenario into the, the movie aspect, which is awesome. Plus, you got to see Black Panther. You saw exactly what goes down that makes them go against each other. So, just seeing that itself was like, wow, this is going to be crazy. And then just just Steve Rogers, uh, Chris Evans, that portrayal is just amazing. There's a whole lot of um, aspects that are going around. Plus, there's the whole the tension between him and um, Robert Downey Jr.'s um, Tony Stark. And it's just it's awesome. It really is. It's just, I'm gushing every time I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wow, this trailer is actually really, really good. 
for the first first official trailer for it. So I can't wait until it comes out, which is to be in a couple months from now. So I, I just can't wait. Moss, what is your thoughts on this? All right, finally. Okay, so I'm a huge Captain America fan. And as you know, DC, Captain America is actually like the sleeper franchise player within this Marvel Cinematic Universe. As he has been in the comics, he's pretty much the glue that puts all this Avengers stuff together. Now, for this, with the Civil War, uh, for those of you that don't know, what's happening is the president's trying to enforce a mutant registration act. So people with powers and abilities have to register and and reveal their identities and uh, pretty much be at the whims of the government. And Captain America doesn't believe in that. And he is hardly hard against this. So what happens is it builds, builds tension because Tony Stark tries to force Cap to sign and get people to sign. And Cap leads a revolt, and that's the Civil War. Now, everything else that happens around it is absolutely amazing. What I found out, though, is what they're trying to do is tie in everything from even the Incredible Hulk movies that came out to this film and the future films. They're very, very intent on making sure everything stays linked and if you've seen things, they will pop back up. So there's there's more to come with that information. But keep that in mind. This is a very important, pivotal film. And it's only going to show more and be more and more amazing. That one fight scene between Cap, uh, Winter Soldier, and Iron Man. Oh, how'd you feel about that? That fight scene was amazing. It really was. It was like... <laughs> It was on some old school, I'm going to jump Iron Man really quick. I was like, wow. All right. It, take I, I, it was hard to keep up with. It was just, it was just straight bang, bang, beat him out. Amazing. It, it, it was definitely one of the highlights of the whole trailer. Seeing that plus Thunderbolt Ross actually popped up in this trailer as well. He's from um, Incredible Hulk. So seeing him pop up and then yep. seeing a lot of folks like you see the, the, the division between each and every team so it's kind of cool to see the whole trailer it's this amazing trailer it really was it gets you hyped it really does yes with the civil war keep this in mind ladies and gents that alliances families relationships friendships they're all going to be tested and broken it's it's it comes down to fundamental beliefs and what side do you stand on and it's very interesting because of the position we are in this country with certain things that are going on in the current events around the world. So this is a very, a very intense movie. It's going to be good. Yes, it should be. So go from that trailer to um, this next trailer is um, Norm of the North. Oh man, I'll go first on this one. Um, this trailer sucked <laughs> this trail is horrible yeah. oh man yeah. i actually watched this trail when i went to see the new good good dinosaur movie and it, it previewed before it and it is not good at all i, I watched it i was like wow this is really a, a not so fun animated movie i'm not even sure who's actually um marketed towards but for me i'm like wow this is really really bad 
I, I, I wouldn't even send my nephews to go see this. I'm like, no, don't even watch this. Not even on Netflix, not even on Hulu, maybe even on network TV, maybe. But the trailer itself was, was horrendous. The animation itself is okay for the most part, but the story just makes no sense. So I'm watching, I'm like, what is this exactly about? And I, I really don't feel like I, I need to watch any more of this. It just, it was really, really horrible um, compared to any other anime movie I've watched so far. So Moss, what is your thoughts on this horrible, horrible, horrible trailer? <laughs> well, what's the point of me saying anything if you already echoed exactly what it is? Okay, guys. So this to me seems like it should have come out nine years ago for multiple reasons. It has elements of Madagascar where it has like little creatures that follow around the larger one. It, it has elements of over the hedge and the animation itself is, it looks old. Is, am I the only one? Did you notice that too, D? Yeah, I noticed that, and I was like, wow, this is really, really bad. It's, it's not even 10 years ago. It may be 15 <laughs> so, years ago. <laughs> so we have a story about a polar bear who, who comes from the North, entertaining people in the North, in the North Pole, of course, and he decides to come to New York to make it big and put on a show. What? Yeah, it, it was... Uh, yeah, no, this is all sorts of weird. So, anyway, it's, it's like I said, elements of Madagascar, over the hedge, it's just all over the place. No, I'm not even going to rate this. Can we move on, please? <laughs> all right, we can definitely move on. So, the next trailer we have here is The Little Prince. So, this trailer is... It's basically off an old-time um, folk novel, which is... The animation for this one is 10 times better than Norm of the North. Uh, Absolutely. It really is. It doesn't even go to that question. That's <laughs> why I said it looks like it should have come out nine years ago. It really should have. But this this, <laughs> this one, this animated movie actually looks pretty nice. I, I wouldn't mind going seeing this. I, I would definitely tell everyone, like, all right, see this movie. It looks kind of cool. It reminds you of a Pixar-like movie. It tugs at your heartstrings a little bit. And just, a lot of it. Just, just the animation itself, I was like, oh, it looks great. It feels like, um, I believe Norm Frankenstein was the movie. It, it feels like that kind of, and semi-like box trolls. So it's like a stop motion kind of. Not, not, I can't say stop motion. No, that's wrong to say. But um, something close to the look of that kind of um, animation. But for me, I'll give it some more thumbs up. It looked good. The story feels like it'll, it'll touch you, and it should be a, it should be a nice movie. What are your thoughts on it? Okay, so two things about this movie: the story is actually worth it, and also the animation within the animation in the story is better than Norm of the North. What we have is a story about a little girl who's pretty much being bred to be a successful adult by her mom. Everything is categorized. Everything is scheduled and laid out. There are no bumps in it. She is being bred specifically for adulthood success. And suddenly she makes a friend, and that friend introduces her a story, which starts to revitalize her imagination, and she starts to think about life in a different way through the story of this little prince. And... Again, the side animation of this girl's thought process and imagination is better than Norm of the North. <laughs> yeah, very, very true. It, 
it's an amazing story about a little girl who in part doesn't know how to feel because everything that she's told about becoming an adult and being prepped for it is opposite to what she's learning and and she's loving every minute of it. So it's it's a very telling story about a little girl who is pretty much growing up and also trying to hold on to and be a child. It's very nice and I expect it to be a very, very great movie. Yeah, it definitely should be. It's uh, it's up there with one of those good animation ones right there. So all right, the next trailer we have here in the final trailer for this thumbs up, thumbs down section is Zootopia. So, um, Moss, what is your thoughts on this one? Another animated movie that looks better than Norma the North. Very, very true. So the trailer, the trailer I saw last, the, tra- the second trailer that came out, was when the little rabbit police officer goes to the DMV to try to identify a, a license plate. And everyone in the DMV are sloths. All the employees are sloths. And I thought it was hilarious because it's it's kind of that feeling like the DMV is for us where nothing happens fast in us. So I'm interested to see more. I want to see another trailer. I really like what I saw. So for now, I'll give it a thumbs up. I, it's, it gets a good rating until pre- proven guilty. Yeah, very, very true. For me, thumbs up also just because of the sloths. They... They made me so. <laughs> they made me laugh so much, especially when he went to tell the other sloth the joke, and I was like, "Yep, I can see it coming." Yeah, this is gonna happen. This is going to happen. It's like can't can't stop him all. Plus the the big smile that gave. I was like, "Wow, okay, that kind of warmed my heart." This this trailer. The only reason I give it a thumbs up is because of the sloths. They they they're amazing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think it was the dedication to the point of view of the sloth where. They were super slow, and that scene was so long. <laughs> it really was very long. It's this the point where it's like, all right, she kept on trying to go fast, and then he's like, oh, I'm not done with my sentence yet. So it's like, it, it made me laugh. It really did make me laugh. So I, I can't wait to see it. I really can't. So oh, and to hell with the fox. It was his fault because she, he's the sloth's about to last let him the, the the license plate, and here he goes telling a joke. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah, the, the comedic timing on that one was spot on. It's It should be a, a great movie that comes out, and it should make you laugh. It's just one of those things where animated movies are just stepping their game up every single year. So I really can't. Well, not every year. I don't know I don't know who gave a budget for Norm of the North. Yeah, that one. Except for that one. <laughs> that, that one definitely is not going to do well. But the Zootopia and the rest of the movies will do awesome. It didn't help that Norma the North came out at the same time as these films that look and have so much content. Yeah, this it's it's crazy. Man, dang, it's crazy. Fail. All right, cool. So um, we have a news section here. So um, a couple things came out in news this week. So the first thing up is the Wonder Woman image. So a image of Wonder Woman came out where it's a very very small image. This is her with the a hood on. And just shows her on on the set, kind of. So it looked kind of cool. I put it in here just because there's not much of Wonder Woman out here except for the casting um, news that I'm not going to go into right now. But this picture, I'm like, all right, we have to be sold on these pictures because she's going to be here for a while. And this picture, I didn't mind it too much. I actually get this one a a thumbs middle. Um, 
seeing her in this in this um this hood situation wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I actually thought it was like a pretty decent picture, so I can't wait to see more from it. Hopefully, they have like leaks pictures from like you know the the actual set, and I'll I'll be even intrigued into it. Oh, oh there's some, there's some. I've seen some. I haven't seen any of Wonder Woman in particular, yeah. but I definitely saw a few. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, there's more and shows off how she looks even more in the next couple of months. So, Moss, what are your thoughts on this one image that came out so far? I actually really like it, just like you do. Um, I'm putting into more context and faith in Gal Gadot and her body of work. I mean, if you pay attention to how strong and assertive her character was in Fast 7, I, I first was really skeptical about her as Wonder Woman, but here I am now seeing more images and really paying attention to what she did with that role and what she can do with this role. So I guess it it comes down to the action and how much she can handle in terms of what Wonder Woman presents. Um, I actually really like it. I think she might make a sexier alter ego for Wonder Woman than what's anticipated. Okay, my I don't think she knows how to turn down the sexy. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty. She's a nice looking lady. So hopefully, hopefully she act also. And that will be a good thing. Hopefully. So, all right, cool. The next thing we have here is um, there's six new covers for the Empire magazine that's centered around The Force Awakens. So um, there's a few of them. One is with Finn. One is with... Um, the new other person came over the top of my head. There's one with Ray on this as well. There's one with um Harrison Wait, you talking about Kylo Ren? Yes, Kylo Ren, sorry. The name kinda of like uh, went over over my head for a minute. Um but there's a whole lot of new covers and it they look kinda of nice to be honest. Um I think the best one for me is probably the John Berger one, the Finn one. That one looks probably the best. Just because it's him with the blue lightsaber, and he looks, he looks <laughs> badass. He really does. So, um, Moss, what is your thoughts on these six um, covers that came out? Well, I actually have to agree with you as well in terms of John Baez being my favorite. But I, I've also grown to like the main poster that I've seen, which was all of the images of all the characters scattered around, like the traditional Star Wars Episode Three poster. Episode four, I'm sorry. So it's like, you know, everything going on around it and it has that old school seventies vibe and it's it looks so traditional and pure to the series. I like that one, but within this collection, I, I also like the Jen Baiga. I, I but that's also my my own personal political bias of how they're diversifying and the cast and making it what Star Wars is, you know, an ideal about us coming together as a human race and not really being identified by color, especially considering we got so many aliens running around. Yeah, definitely. Um, you, you could say that, you know, folks from the past will look at the Han Solo and Chewbacca one and be like, oh, it's not the old version. I was like, ah, they look good, but not as good as um, John Berger. 
and Finn. Yeah, you know, times have changed. Let's keep it moving. I'm I'm happy Harrison Ford's still able to reprise his role too. Who doesn't like Han Solo? However, just going, just going, let's, let's, let's appreciate ours. Yeah, so strictly from the images alone, I'm like, all right. If I had to rank them from top to bottom, I'll probably say um, Finn is probably first, John Bega. Then I'll probably go with Kylo Ren. Then I will go with um, Captain Plasma. Then Han Solo. Then Rey. And then finally um, Poe D- Dameron. Probably do that. But yeah, it's it's definitely six great... Um, you know, for me, the only reason that Kylo Ren isn't my favorite is because I feel like I don't know enough about the character. I need to see more. Like, it's so covered and so hidden. I want to know more about that character's story. John Baega's character, I've seen enough, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm caught in. All I've seen from Kylo Ren is a really badass lightsaber. Yeah, so ho- hopefully you get m- we'll definitely get more story um, when the new movie comes out. Which will be out I mean, I mean, under under three weeks, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it says enough that the character resonates with so many people just because of their lightsaber. So I want to see what else. Yes, very very true. All right, so um, the next thing we have here is um, Django Unchained. So way back when, when this movie first came came to thought, it's supposed to be um, Will Smith playing the character. So. <sighs> Will Smith just finally came out and gave the reason why he eventually didn't take the character and role, which was was a okay reason. He wanted to make it a love story of sorts, but um, Quentin Tarantino really didn't want want that at all. He wanted revenge only, which I I think no, is a no. great. Hmm. The, the article that I read recently it said that. He wanted to be the main character, and he didn't feel like Django was the main character in the story. He felt that the main character in the story should have taken the final shot to kill the bad guy, which was Leonardo DiCaprio's character. And as you know, if you've seen the film, spoiler alert, guys, it's not Django that kills Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Yeah, so, so that's why. He, he felt like it, he wasn't going to be the main character, like it was taking away from the story. Yeah, um, the part I saw was on um, on both Cinnabland and and um, Coming Soon. They they both mentioned that aspect of it, which it made sense because you know that's completely changed the story. The whole shooting the the last shot is like oh, that's workable. You could figure out what's what, you know. But just the seeing that, you know, the that what that's exactly what happens and. You know why Will Smith didn't want the role after a while? It, it's very cool. It's it's okay. What what would Partially, you... if if you think of the dynamic that it would have created, it would have been a much more important thing. But it 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 kind of held a lot back that Django wasn't the person that killed that dude. Yeah, that, that's fine. I I, I like the way how it went through. Just because, you know, Christoph Waltz was the, the dude right there. And for it to happen the way how it did, I was like, yeah, that works out well. That really does work out. It's like, uh, man, I, I I can't just let you rock. I got I to gotta kill you. So I well, the thing is, I guess from Will Smith's point of view, he wanted Django to take out 
and it'd be a symbol of like you know blacks revolting and become winning at the end and i think it was more important like i guess you do that christoph waltz did it because it was from one man who shared a lot more with this slave owner simply because they're the same race same color and they're seen as equals simply because of that and one of them was able to see you know what this is wrong and dude you're evil i'm gonna go but i'm gonna shoot you first yeah it's it's like the one up and send that scene was powerful enough just because the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio's character is like, oh, I kind of won in this kind of situation. He's like, dang it. He's like, ah. He's like, oh, you, you, you found my, my plan. You found me out. And he kind of want to rub it in a little bit. I was like, ah, I can't let it rock. I can't. <laughs> so it, it's kind of cool to see that. So, Moss, who, who would you rather see if you had to pick Will Smith or um, Jamie Foxx to be Django? Who would you pick? Honestly, I'm happy with what I saw. Oh, okay. I'm very happy with how Jamie Foxx, how Jamie Foxx, I'm sorry, how he handled the role. It, it, it came from a much more angry and personal and emotionally frustrated and vengeful man. And I'm not saying that Will Smith isn't capable of it, but knowing that he wanted to mo- be more of a, he wanted to be seen more of a hero than what he was. It's kind of like, all right, he would have pushed the story in a different direction. Fair, fair, and fair. I'm just happy with how Jamie Foxx handled it. Like, it, he he was just out for for vengeance and just wanted it. Yeah, that's very, very true. Um, for me, I, I probably would pick Jamie Foxx as well, just because if I see Will Smith in a role, I would think too much like Wild Wild West. And I'm like, no. Nah, <laughs> it, it'll, it'll hit my mind Wait, come on man that's not even fair <laughs> it, it really would I'm sorry that's the last thing I remember from him being a cowboy so I'm like alright it's gonna resonate in my mind and that might happen but um Jamie Foxx did an amazing job so I'm, I'm happy they went with him instead of you know Will Smith so alright um another thing that's involved with Will Smith it's, uh, it's supposed to be a, a new trilogy for Men in Black. So it's supposed to be 4, 5, and 6 going to happen forever soon. It's going in production right now. And it's supposed to be a female lead. So, Moss, what's your thoughts of having a female lead for the Men in Black series instead of it being, you know, Will Smith? Well, I think it's great. According to the creators, they want the first three films to stand apart and it be about the relationship between... Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith's character. So those th- that part of the story stands apart. I'm perfectly fine with someone else standing in, you know, Agent P or whatever. I don't know. I wanted to see about what their story was. I guess for, for me personally, I love Will Smith's character because, you know, he was a young hotshot New York police officer who was on the hunt and trying to figure things out. Of course it's going to resonate with me. <laughs> why not uh, but let's see where this goes I'm excited for it it's a different per- perspective it's a fresh and brand new it's it's going to be something interesting I just hope they do it properly yeah very very true It's um, I give this one a thumbs up as well just because 
I really want to see a female-led um, movie with the Men in Black series, just because the L character was such a wasted character. Because she, yeah, she, they she started and they yeah. just fizzed out with it. Yeah, she was just mentioned in the second one, like, oh yeah, she wanted to go back to the morgue, so I, I let her go back. I was like, oh, that's kind of sucky. Like they really should. That's a cop out. That's what that was. Yeah, it really was. It was like. She spent so much time and energy in the the first one, and she's a pivotal role in that one as well. That she just, um, we're gonna take her out that the second movie and not even concentrate her at all. So it'd be kind of cool to see a a comedic version of Will Smith, kind of, and to see her go through and and exactly and see exactly what's gonna happen. Probably nothing on the lines of Ghostbusters, how they're doing a female led cast. But probably something that's very powerful and could bring emotion and comedy to the role. I, I wouldn't mind it at all. Really wouldn't mind it. Alright, so um, there's one more thing in our news section, which is the Civil War character posters. So there's two posters that's out right now. One with um, Captain America and uh, his shield. And there's a reflection of Iron Man in the shield, which is kind of cool. And then another one where Captain America is blocking a punch from Iron Man himself. So, Moss, what are your thoughts on these two character posters as this came out? Well, let me deflate that right now because I actually saw a third. Oh, which one? And in the third, it's uh, the side profile of Cap facing Tony Stark. And in the, and it has, the, you know, May 6th. And it's... Personally, that was my favorite. But I also like the one of, of Cap blocking... The shot coming from Iron Man. Yeah, um, for me, I I really enjoy the one that he's blocking, the one from Iron Man, just because that one looks very amazing. It's to the point where he's doing all his power to, to take on Iron Man. And it's just the, the look of the, the picture itself. It looks very, very powerful. He has a new costume in this one, which looks kind of like... A, a updated version of the last movie, which is good because I, I really didn't like the first Avengers movie. That costume, that one, it looked really, really weird. So this one is like an updated version of the, the um, Age of Ultron costume, which is a good thing. They should definitely keep on that kind of route because he looks awesome in that costume and this one looks great as well. So seeing this here, it looked amazing. It it tells you it tells a good story in this in this picture, so I like it. Thumbs up for me. So the picture that I like is the one I'm mentioning Hassan. So what we have is like I said, the profile thing. And in the circle in star in America's, you know, I guess. On the left hand side cap and this side is blue. And Tony's on the right, and his side is red. And on the top, it says, And personally, I really like this one because it's a conflict of interest. It's a conflict between friends, and it's just a fundamental difference. You can feel the tension, and it's great. Yeah, the tension definitely is building between both of them. And these pictures are a testament to that tension that's between them. So it's kind of cool to see it. Trans, translate to pictures and you know sometimes it's a, you can't really see it in pictures but for this one these pictures speak a thousand words and I can't wait till it comes out 
This movie comes out on May 6th of 2016. It's definitely going to be a crazy day. Um, definitely bring out your your friends, bring out everyone, and definitely enjoy this movie. So, um, and isn't this movie supposed to come out just around the same time as the Batman vs. Superman movie? Batman vs. Superman should be coming out March 26th, I believe. Now, so, uh, what movie do you think is going to do better? Do better. It's hard to say. Um, for well, there's two categories. Okay, so what do you think is going to do better in the box office, and what do you think is going to tell a better story? So, tell a better story. It, it might be Civil War. That might tell a better story, just because their their team is proven right now. And if it's anything like the last Captain America movie, Winter Soldier, then it should be an awesome thing. Just because the Russo brothers are back for this one as well. But for the Batman v Superman, that one is a very anticipated movie because it's the first time that Batman and Superman is ever on the big screen together. So yeah, no, of course it's it's also the precedent of two of the largest characters in you know in the comic book universe. So yeah, so it's, I'm expecting it to do well. However, I'm a bit biased because of Captain America. <laughs> it, it's. It's going to be hard to tell just because they're they're both going to get the same kind of audience just because they're about two months off from each other. So whoever's going to see Batman v Superman is going to definitely see Captain America as well. So if it's closer together, maybe it'll be like, all right, we'll have a definite answer. But for this one, it's like, all right, whoever's seen this movie is definitely going to see that movie. So it might be like the same number. Could be close. Very close. Now, what do you think is going to be better? What things do be better? Um, from the look of it, I might have more excitement seeing Batman v Superman. That's because it's it's a new take to this DC universe. I, I'm gonna definitely love um, Civil War, but just to see Batman v Superman on the screen is probably gonna have me more excited than seeing Civil War. I don't know. How about you? I don't know. I feel opposite. Almost completely. I feel like I'm going to be mildly disappointed by what they do with Batman versus Superman. Part of it is, I've seen more still images, and Batman's outfit, uh, it looks so, so, so whack. (laughs) I can't get with it. I can't. And also, the story... I don't know how well it's going to stick. I already know how powerful the story for the Civil War is. And considering the steamroll that Marvel has been on, and this doesn't look like it's going to give up anything. I mean, just compare the first trailer you saw in Batman vs. Superman as opposed to the first trailer you saw for this, for Captain America Civil War. I know people that were absolutely going insane over the Captain America trailer. But I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I had more excitement watching the first trailer for Batman v Superman, to be honest. Mm, I didn't. Yeah, so if you go by the excitement of the first trailer, I'll say Batman v Superman won that just because on um, Comic-Con, it just was the buzz of the town. It was, it was one of the things where it's like, wow, this is coming out. You see, um, but see, that's actually that's I don't know because 
Marvel didn't really display anything. Remember, they weren't there at all. I know. And now that's they didn't need to be there. I think you're just being a little. You're giving a little. You're giving a little bit more support to Batman versus Superman because you actually haven't seen anything from the DC universe to merit. You know, all right, this is going to be it. So you're you're being more hopeful. No, um, I, I love both both movie properties. So for me. I'm just going off of this the smart choice, you know? The smart choice would be picking Batman v Superman just because it's the first time for them <laughs> being both on the screen. Um, for the Marvel one, it's going to make money. But the same audience is going to both of them anyway. So this one of the things where it's like Batman v Superman will be out earlier. So they have the the early advantage for it. And it should, it should be good. It, it's a good move of it switching from the same weekend as Civil War to two months earlier, which is a good choice. They did the DC did a thing. So I, I, I can't wait. I really can't wait. Right. All right. Um, we have one more section, which is the come to theater section. So there's three movies coming out this weekend or came out today. Actually, um, the good dinosaur, um, Victor Frankenstein and Creed. So Moss, in which order would you put these movies that you like to see? Well, I would want to see Creed and Victor Frankenstein third. Okay, so Good Dinosaur second. Good Dinosaur second because it's a cute, feel-good movie. I'm going to love it. However, it's Creed and Michael B. Jordan is quite an amazing actor and I've seen so much from this film and he does it such justice. Oh, okay. From what I've seen in the trailers. I can't wait to go see it in film. And I'm excited for it. Alright, cool. For for me, it's actually the same the same order. It'll be Creed first, then Good Dinosaur, then Victor Frankenstein. I actually saw a Good Dinosaur, and it's a good movie. It's one of those... I can't say it's the best Pixar movie out there. I'll still put it under a, a few other ones, but it was a decent movie. Plus the... It was a good movie to watch. It was feel good. Yeah. And you're not disappointed. You would see it again. I probably would go see it again. The story is nothing new at all. It's a very um, recycled story. Just that the feels from it and the dynamic between... It's told very well. Yeah. So it looks good. And the dynamic between the dinosaur and the actual kid is pretty cool. But it's it's an awesome thing. Plus, the the short that came in before it wasn't exactly something you've seen before from Pixar slash Disney. So it's kind of cool to see it. So that'd be one thing I w- want to see as well. And um, for Creed, I've heard great things about Creed. Um, um, right now, um, Rotten Tomatoes, I believe, has a ninety six percent from fans and then ninety two percent from critics. So it should be a great movie. Plus, I heard that. Um, my boy, my guy, uh, Sylvester Stallone did his thing as well. So <laughs> I didn't know he was your guy. Yeah, right there, man. He, he's my guy whenever it's not Expendables 3. So <laughs> Okay, I agree. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, so as long as he's not doing that, then he's my dude. He's my guy right there. If he goes back to Expendables 4 and does anything like Expendables 3, then I'm like, all right, you're disowned for a little bit. Uh, we'll come back to you. But yeah, he's the crazy grandpa that needs to go back in the corner. Yeah, it's just one of those things where that movie wasn't good. But um, for Creed, it looks like it's good. It's been told that 
he's on, on he's very like um awesome in this movie and they've compared him to um Robert De Niro so I'm like oh wow okay let's let's see it let's really see it because so far the trails the trails are you talking about Robert De Niro and Raging Bull this Robert De Niro in general Wow. Yeah, so I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it makes me want to go see his performance now. I'm like, all right, let's see his performance. Let's go. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where they even mentioned he might be going for the supporting role, Oscar. So I'm like, all right, let's see it. <laughs> wow. Let's see this. So. Well, you know what? It, the thing is, with especially with the Rocky character, He's he's that every man that resonates and he just has a way to touch your soul and make you motivated to go like run up a hill full speed for like ten miles because that's what Rocky would do. Yeah. And um the good thing about it is that I've heard this movie it pays good enough homage to the original Rocky, but it doesn't like fall on his coattails, so it's like, all right, it's a Rocky. They don't beat it in your head like this is a Rocky movie. It just, all right, this is a Creed movie, and there's like certain things here and there. It's like, all right, this is in the Rocky universe, and that's basically it. What I what I really do like about it is that it it has that full circle feel. You know, like yeah. Rocky learned so much from Creed, and here we are. Now it's it's Creed learning from Rocky. Yeah, so it, it should definitely be a good movie. So, on that note, we're actually going to end this episode over here. You can find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Reviews. You can email us at bringonreviews at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews and use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any questions you might have for us. You can even go on the website, which is www.bringonreviews.com for any movie reviews, trailers, even this podcast as well. Um, I'd like to thank Moss for being here. Um, where can they find you on social media? Steve, thank you for always having me. No problem. You can find me on Instagram at defiant underscore Moss, and you can find me on Twitter at GoliathNYC. Awesome. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DwightNC. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. And you can email me at dc at bringonreviews.com. All right, this is going to be a 43-minute long um, podcast episode. So enjoy the whole thing. And thank you for getting to this part right here. And we'll catch your viewers next time. Thanks for coming along with us, guys. Later.